Hi, my name's Mike DeLong. I'm the pastor of the Vine Church. And if you are listening to this podcast or watching this video presentation, this is our special series on race. At the Vine, we believe that the answer to our current situation is not to draw our battle lines, retreat to our corners, and not say anything to each other at all out of fear of saying the wrong thing. We believe that the answer to our current situation is to actually lean in. It's to have the discussion. It's to actually work through the differences in worldviews. It's to talk it out. Now, look, when we do that, it's going to be messy. I mean, really messy in places. So as you consume this series, which has one-on-one interviews and panel discussions, You'll have to remember to be grace-filled yourself. For there will be messy moments where you will be offended. Because you see, here at the Vine, we have a pretty multicultural congregation. We have many different people from many different backgrounds. It's just a matter of time until I say something or somebody says something that offends you. We live in a culture that's cancel culture based. Anytime we don't hear what we like or don't hear what we value, there's this temptation just to shut it down, cancel it. I'm going to ask you to suspend that for a moment. Offer grace to all that speak in this particular series. And as we work through this together, let's pray collectively that the Spirit of God would open our minds to the worldview of the other, give us perspective and mercy for the other, and that as we move together as a community, we may not fix the world, but we may become a shining example of how we overcome the differences in worldview through these discussions. This is our intent. Now, here's the deal. I can't control how you're going to react to this. The Bible clearly says in Romans chapter 12, it says, it says, do everything within your power to live at peace. As far as it depends on you, do everything to live at peace. Which means know my heart and know the hearts of those who've participated. We want to promote Unity. We want to promote clarity and a biblical worldview. There will be moments when in our brokenness, in our inability to communicate effectively, we'll say things off the cuff that will not be exactly what we hold to be true. But I can't control your reaction. I can only ask you to be mindful, thoughtful, prayerful, and grace-filled as we work through this together. All right, proceed. Love you. Mean it. Welcome back to Pewology. This is our show where the people in the pews get to weigh in on a whole bunch of issues that surround um, what's going on culturally, what's going on biblically, what's going on in the church, and there is no way to get around it. We've got to deal with the things that are currently facing us, and we are in the midst of some real change some real emotional 
relational race unrest in the United States. Can I get an amen? From amen. The amen. Okay. okay. Um, all right. So here's the deal. Um, tonight, uh, going around the table, I've got my good buddy Rodney, Pastor Rodney. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Got my good buddy Tyson. Praise I got my good buddy Will. Praise him. I got my good buddy Wonton. And I've got my good buddy Jorge. I think I'll just... We'll just slide in after that. Let's Usually we do a whole thing, and yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. not as fun unless Glenn's here to do the races. Okay. Um, okay. So last week, uh, or we, well, last time we got together, we spent a little bit of time, and I, w- I wanted to dedicate another entire episode to the issue of policing. Okay. Which I know is a very complicated SO. And let me just say this I watched again what we did last week. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's passionate. It's messy. Mm-hmm. There's some moments that mm-hmm. I I don't like you. <laughs> I, I don't like me. I just there's, there's just some. It got. But here's the thing. I, I I'm a strong believer in this, and I think you're gonna agree with me on this. I think as as pastors, and I think as church leaders, and I think as church members, this is the moment we should be leaning in mm-hmm. and having this conversation yeah. and dealing with the tough things and That's like. Right. And, and quitting this whole cancel culture and talking through it and figuring it out and not just like drawing our lines and going to our corners and like yeah, pretending absolutely. that this isn't a problem, right? Sure. Like yeah. I think we should like do this, engage. And if you do that, it's going to get messy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just because the conversation is difficult doesn't mean it shouldn't be had. Right. Yeah. There you go. Right. And I, that was proof. Last We, we, we nailed that. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think we nailed that. Uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, it was uncomfortable yeah. in place. But here's the, here's the deal. It, it came up last week, the issue of policing a little bit. And after I rewatched it, the thing that I was left most uncomfortable with, I was like, man, I... I, I I do know some law enforcement, and we were really dismissive. We were a little hard on the law enforcement <laughs> last week. You know what I'm I, you know, and maybe rightfully so. Right, right. I, right, I have, right. I haven't gone back, but going back and watching. I know in, in the, in the, in the, in the midst of it, I, I remember things got. Pretty we haven't heated. released it yet. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jesus. I haven't seen it yet. No, it was just I. You know, I'm human, just like anyone else. But I know I, I, I usually try to. So you yeah. lost it again. Oh man! Yeah, I have family members that are police officers. So yeah. Okay, he's back. He's back. All right. So okay, let me, but that's officers? what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Do do you personally? You going in and out? Do you personally know a police officer? Yeah, pull one of those. Yeah, off. I have. Do I have, you personally know a police officer? Yeah, my 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 kid's grandfather is a retired police from NYPD. Right. And then their uncle is a, is a police officer here in uh, in Kissimmee. Okay. Anybody else? You yes. know a police officer? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. I have, a, child, I have yes. a childhood friend who uh, is a police officer. He's like police officer extraordinaire. Like, I, I met him when we uh, our dads were stationed in Germany, and uh, he's in Wisconsin, but he's actually like some kind of liaison of like a international like brotherhood of police. Like, it's something crazy. Mm. Uh, but I know him. I know Donnie. I know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I know uh, this other guy, Ken, that yeah, I met a few years ago. He's part of a group that I'm a member of. But. You got any police in your family? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, man. Has some live with me. Um, Osceola County, no three right off the top of my head. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. And, and 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 Ebony's Ebony's yeah, got Dennis. a relative over. Dennis yeah. is over there. Yeah, Dennis. I had yeah. to call him. Yeah, man. Dennis. Is it, is it Corey, isn't Corey in the police? Let's not go into that. Okay. That went to us with <laughs> to, uh, to Honduras. One of your friends that went with us. No, he's the FBI. Nah, he FBI. Sorry, man. I out of you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry, Tori. Sorry. Covers blown. Covers blown. You know, Run. you know any police? Oh uh, yeah, I definitely know police. Yeah, not in that man. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know good experiences. Good experiences. I have got Actually, to know. Uh, my niece, her father is a cop. Okay. And one of my close friends, his brother is a cop as well. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I know a couple of cops. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the chief of police in Rochester, me and him was in second grade together. Oh, okay. We were best friends. We both wanted to be police officers. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't since I've look, we've done a couple panels now that we've recorded. I've recorded a bunch of interviews. Some of these interviews have been pretty intense that I've done one-on-one. Not everybody. I know this is going to surprise you. Not everybody has a high view of law enforcement. Okay? But I get the impression here that we're pretty fair. That, like, yeah. like that law enforcement is that, that I think, okay, I'm going to speak for me. You tell me what you say. I would say that the majority and maybe the super majority of law enforcement are people that are trying to do the right thing that are good people, good character, that want to be on the right side of things, that are trying to be peacekeepers and community-minded people in our community. That's the people I know. That's my experience. Right. Is that your experience? Yes. That's, 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 that's my experience. That's my opinion, yeah. yeah. I can, I can I'm, I'm in agreement. Man, yeah. we all, are you there? Yeah, I mean, I, the majority of most people that go home to their jobs, they're trying to do a good job, they're trying to go home to their families. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 You, you, don't, you don't get into that line of work uh, I don't think at least in the beginning you don't get in that line of work wanting to get at somebody you're having a chip on your shoulder and trying to you know force your will upon somebody that's that's not why you get in that line of work right. yeah. yeah there's very few that get in that yeah. line of work for, for exactly. that yeah. yeah but you you left the door open there and I think it's fair okay, no, so it, let me speak for me I, I got I knew those some cops they will remain nameless okay yeah. no one that attends this church we'll just say that okay <laughs> that the whole chip on the shoulder thing is a real reality. There's something about Obviously, the power. That's why we're mm -hmm. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we showed but, up. But there is something about this, right? That, mm -hmm. like, when given responsibility and power, it can be abused, mm -hmm. and it can be, mm -hmm. it can be just. And when it is abused, it can be bad. And I think we saw that. In the, I mean, obviously, in the Floyd case. Sure. Mm -hmm. We were equating the last time we talked. A lot of the equation was between. We, we, it's like we overlapped that power problem with race problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But sometimes the two things are really just separate. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes yeah. you can have somebody who is racist mm -hmm. and in a position of power and abusing it, and mm -hmm. and that be obvious. But sometimes you just have like a guy with a chip on his shoulder, sure. and it doesn't matter Absolutely. who he runs into That's that true. day. That's he's true. going to abuse his power. Yes. Oh, yeah. right? I agree. I got friends that are white, got worked over by the police. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. Really? Stephen oh, yeah. Avery. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen uh, Avery. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Oh, Avery. Free Stephen Avery. <laughs> oh, shoot. And Joe Tiger. <laughs> Joe Exotic? Nah, he did that. <laughs> uh, reaching, reaching a little bit. Oh, Joe Exotic. You guys are Joe Exotic. I got a, I got a guy. I was I was driving the kid. I had the kids in the car. I had a um, a turtle crossing the road, and I stopped the car. The kids got out to help the turtle across the road, and the dang cop lit me up from behind. 
lit me up. You know, come yeah, on, yeah. man, move your. I said, I'm moving a turtle here, man. Moving a turtle here, and it's just that moment where you go, really? Yeah. Do you have nothing better to do with my tax dollars? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. And maybe he was just having a bad day. Maybe I was having a bad day. That is just the, that's the thing that that's the tough job for you to be having a bad day. Exactly. Because it's other people's life on, yeah. that, that depend right. on it. That's right. Yeah. Most know, like yeah. Most positions. Mo- I mean, you know, I I think there are very few jobs that you know people would consider meaningless. You know, you 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 should, but. M- there are certain jobs where, yes, it can't afford that whole, well, I had, I did this because I was having a bad day. Like yeah. a teacher. There's certain jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you go, like, you like go, Chris Rock said, pilots yeah. can't have a bad day. We like most of our pilots like right. the land, but some of them like to <laughs> hit mountains. You, know? <laughs> so it's like, you can't. I mean, there's some jobs. It's, and, and, Sometimes and you, you can't have, have bad eggs. Like you can't have you, bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you, that needs to be weeded up. And if there's you certain occupations where that will cause a major problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've known cops to uh, arrive at a situation, call their significant other, and let their significant other make the decision. Shut uh, I'm so shut the front door. Right uh, in the church? Yeah. <laughs> right here in the church. Right, right, here, right here in the, the church. the Bible? I put my hand on it right now. <laughs> yeah. have, okay, let me ask you this. Have you had a, had a really negative experience with a cop? I can't say I've had a big negative experience no. myself. No? Um, How about you, Ronnie? Me, me personally, I would say no. Right. But my family, yeah, yes, okay, yes, yeah. Anybody had a bad experience with a cop? Like, a, like you had a bad experience? Not super bad, but I, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple of negative experiences. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. was it your fault though? Mm-hmm. No, it was not your fault. Mm-hmm. He was just having a bad day. Well, one of, one of them, <laughs> one of them, one of them. The the partner was was very apologetic to me. Like the whole time, he was just like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry." Like the whole time, he's like, "I'm sorry." While his partner's being, yeah. yeah, really. I had a guy call me boy in Saint Cloud <laughs> when I first when I first moved here from well, New York. Like, <laughs> that's where the coffee cup cafe is. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, we don't drive like that around here, boy. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, culture shock. I was like, y'all. I say y'all real quick. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to blend in now. Personally, yeah. Um, some time ago, you know, going through a divorce and all yeah. that stuff. So, uh, the wife and I got into a situation. Oh boy, called, domestic. Yes, like a whole thing. Um, huh? mm. She grabbed a hammer and wanted to bust the window. Oh, that type of deal. Mm. Anyhow, I'm certified security. Yeah, no restraint. So I restrained her. Took the hammer from her. I never punched yeah. her or anything like that. He was there. He saw it. <laughs> so he was anyway, a witness. Long story short, she <laughs> called the cops. Cops showed up. One white cop, one Hispanic cop. The white cop was looking for me to take me to jail right off of what she said. Mm-hmm. I'm glad the Hispanic cop showed up because he wanted to figure out what happened in what the story. Happened? What's really happening? He called me and he was like, hey, what happened? I told him my whole story. I told him I don't mind coming back. I left the situation. Yeah. I didn't beat her up or anything. When I told him about the hammer, he was like, hold on. She never told that part. But the other cop was sitting over there with her. Oh, I know he does this all the time, doesn't he? I can tell. Oh, you boy. Are you serious? Yeah. 18 years. And I've been, she stayed with me. I've just been beating her behind for 18 years. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the part that kind of shocks me. Like whenever I watch these movies uh, of people like wrongfully convicted or, you know, like the Central Park Five. Or, right. like, that movie, uh, Just I think it's called Just Mercy or Just Grace, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Like, 
you know, we talk a lot about the system and statistics and stuff like that, but the same system that we believe in betrays us. Like, there's a bunch of people right now in jail, wrongfully convicted. Yeah. And you could come back and be like, this wasn't me, like, you know, false confessions, like, all of this. Like, this is, you know, this. It's that, systemic. It, yeah, that's what, yeah. I, that's what know, needs to be addressed. You know what? I didn't, I didn't even think about this last, last week. But you said it jokingly, but there's so many people that are incredulous that there would be any kind of manipulation or any kind of, like, like scheming. Sure, it's it's speculation, it's conjecture. But the Stephen Avery case, making a murderer. Okay, I'm sorry, but that looks like a, an entire system stacked up to get that guy locked up well, and behind bars to save the state from paying him out. If not I mean, the second time, the first and, and time. So, so, he was, so nobody he sees was, that, and it's like, oh yeah, no, no. Yeah. There's there's no like, way. There's no manipulation. There's right. any, you know nothing. There's no way an entire system could be. You know, like the cent- stacked against somebody if they really wanted like to. Like the Central you know? Park Five. Like they told these kids, hey, your buddy already confessed, mm-hmm. so you might as well confess so you could get less time. You have these kids that lost their entire life yeah. in jail. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it does happen. It does exist. Absolutely. And, oh, yeah. and, and you know, I, I, w- I would tell you this. Like I know like, you know, t- we were talking last week and we were talking about statistics and, and, and numbers and stuff like that. But I bet you that a lot of the stuff that does happen doesn't get reported. No. Mm-hmm. Like most of the, like, yeah. like I've seen when I was in New York, the police would come up and just pile up a bunch of kids, oh, you know, yeah. teenagers. We were just playing basketball against Stop the wall first. and first come and search them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you none of them went and said, hey, I was, for no reason, I was checked. Yeah. But also, I, there's only a certain amount of time that those young boys, you know, can be, can, can, can that happen to? Before they turn rebellious or have like a, you know, like like, like a negative, you know, I don't trust the police type, type of feeling. Yeah. I, I think like, <clears throat> I'm comparing the conversations from last week to this week. I think you're making a good point. I yeah. think that the, last week we were we were specifically talking about the death rates. Yeah. Right? Okay. I got and, you. So it was very it was very narrow was very the discussion. Narrow. Yeah. And and in that there there is some anomalies in the number that is they're very debated, they're argued over, they're they're yeah. looked at from different angles and different worldviews and numbers can mean things to different people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the but you're right, that's not where the numbers stop. And I and I had an interview today where I think that became very apparent. He was making the same point you were making. He's saying, "Hey, guess what? You might be right on these death rate numbers, but that's not where the story ends. We've got what about civil rights violations? Yeah. What about absolutely? Uh, what about these laws that get passed that later get we decide that they're not constitutional, like a stop and a frisk? You know, yeah. what I'm but what about how these things are applied? Nonviolent and, and drug offenses. Nonviolent, or, or 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 think about all the people that lost years and years and years over marijuana that now. So so really there, there is yeah. and, and, and through those conversations my eyes are like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like that that part of the discussion we definitely did not cover last week. We yeah. we covered very specifically one specific number and drove at that number and it got mm-hmm. funky there for a second because it was like, We don't want to talk about that number. But <laughs> yeah. that is a number, right? And, yeah, but then yeah. it was like we should have said, but well, what about all these other numbers? And and that's right. the, that's the point. I think that's what we were trying that, to say, but yeah, we couldn't. It, it, yeah. it, it was the beginning of a conversation. So, it, of course, you know, how do we, you know, it's Maneuver. the first conversation. How do you, yeah, exactly. You don't let that conversation stop the, 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 the you know, the yeah. ongoing debate. Right. But that, that's what it is, that I, 
any time an issue gets brought up, it's like a statistic gets thrown out. And I feel the statistic is like, here, end of case, shut up. Whatever you're going to say is invalid. Right. Wait, no. Yeah. Because the number doesn't say everything. And But I cannot, just to be fair, and we saw some of this last week too, I think you're right. I think there's a there's a whole group of, like, I don't know how, how I'm, I'm reaching for words here because I, I don't want to step on it. But um, I think there's a whole here, group good. of the of the intellectuals or that they think they're intellectuals yeah. who go, we want to look at this number. Mm-hmm. This number proves something. Don't you see this? Mm-hmm. And the other side goes, we don't care about your number. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. they're, mm-hmm. they're like. I don't care about facts. I care about feelings, right? Because I don't think Which, they, they, and well, you're a racist for bringing up the number. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like whoa, I whoa. Wait, wait, but again, I think I think that's the that's the nerve, the the the, yeah. the raw nerves right. of the conversation, which we have to get over that in order to get to the conversation. Right. If the, the, both sides are trying, like one side is like I don't want to talk about numbers because like we we if we talk about numbers, we'll never get to what I'm talking about. Right. The yeah. other side is saying. I want to talk about numbers because we don't even need to explore that. Yeah. And it's both sides trying to not deal with the difficulty of saying we need to sit down to a conversation, no matter how difficult it is. Well, is yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is, is, like, don't shut don't shut one argument or the other down because it's a difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. These two podcasts that you shared with us this week were, were great. I, yeah, I have were. So, I have some additional thoughts and I'm sure we'll get to it later. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they were good. It's really, really, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah. All right. So. I, what I thought we would do tonight, I didn't know how I want to do this. Like talk, uh, think about it. You got, you got five, six guys sitting around here who have not been in law enforcement talking about law enforcement. I'm like, oh, this is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? We're going to piss somebody off with this, you know? <laughs> so what I thought I would do is give you a case, a specific case is being talked about now and get your opinion. Like just say, hey, weigh in on this. And I, and I tried to pick one that was like in the middle, pretty fair, that I feel like it's right in the, in the, the deal. There's no agenda here. I just want to get your like takes on this. Let's walk through it, see what you think. Right? I'm not good at this. I gave, a guy, <laughs> I gave a guy three years for three bottles of olive oil one time. <laughs> in the jury. I was like, yep. Shut up, you were in a jury? I was in the jury, and I was and like. And you sentenced a guy to three, three years. years? He knocked some people over on the way out. I was oh, like, you. if you're going to steal something. Steal something that's gonna like make your life. What do you gotta do with three bottles? Olive oil. Can you eat it? Olive oil. It was one for Wednesday. It was one for the father, one for the son. (laughs) The Holy Spirit. And you gave him three years. Not by myself, but I did convince the jury that he needed to pay. (laughs) He was the guy. He was the guy. Oh my gosh. I was like, you were the you were the you were the pit of the problem. I'm, I'm He's serious. not alive anymore. I'm sure he was 60 back then. <laughs> <laughs> he saw his last days in jail because of you. Oh, oh man! How would you oh, feel if he died God. in prison? Oh, over olive oil. He knocked some people down, man. He was trying. He to, did what he did. He was I was trying just, to be healthy. Oh. Trying to go. Hey, listen, olive oil can be expensive. Was it like expensive? Like like the? Oh no, no, man, God. it was Goya. Goya. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't even extra virgin. No, exactly. It made me extra angry. But it might not even be olive oil. (laughs) The bottle says it. (laughs) All right. Quick, quick. And this doesn't, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. I've never been law enforcement. I've been military. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, a lot of military goes into law enforcement. There's some parallels there. Fair enough. But, you know, I think that there's uh, something to be said about, you know, the mentality I think that both of these careers need to have, you know? Yes. So. so this name came up last week. And when I heard the name, I knew the name. 
I had heard it in the protests. I didn't know the full story. So I, I'm, I was fresh to this this week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, on March 13th, 2020 of this year, Brianna Taylor um, was asleep in her apartment when the Louisville Metro Police Department um, executed a no-knock warrant. Yep. And um, in the entering of her apartment, sh- uh, ended up shooting over uh, firing over 20 shots eight of which hit her right yep everybody following this mm-hmm. do you did everybody else know this story mm-hmm. i don't okay. i don't know okay i don't know all the facts but i've heard of the story yeah yes. i've heard of the story i don't know the facts yeah. so usually the chant at the at the parade at, at, at the at the protest right now is say her name yep. right mm-hmm. okay so but here's the here's the funky thing kind of the weird thing in the case right i said funky yeah, I'm like, <laughs> all right, all I just said funky. Okay. <laughs> I saw they were like, what, what? the heck? Right. Just drop the F Keep word. It real. I said funky. Church is very liberal. <laughs> I like it like that. Yeah. We had to change subjects real quick. Okay. Mercy. Um, when they entered, her boyfriend shot first. Yep. It was no knock. No knock warrant. Uh-huh. And so they come in. They did in, not announce themselves. They did not announce. They say that after they enter, they said police, but who knows? Sure, let's let's sure, pretend they sure. didn't. For the sake of this conversation, let's pretend that they didn't. Let's say they did. Well, either way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so they issue this no knock warrant. They come in. It, when they break through the door, the boyfriend fires. He claims, he's like, I don't know who's breaking in. Uh-huh. So I'm shooting at whoever's coming through the door. Correct. Exactly. He shoots. Well, they're police. They shoot back. Yep. She gets hit in the crossfire and dies. Eight shots go yep. into her. Right? Mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's two or three that enter and one on the outside. Right? Yep. Of the other cops. Tell them so, the kicker though. What's that? Tell them the kicker. Well, I, I mean the, the the backstory is that the police had done this supposedly had done this investigation, that this was about drugs, that they had received the warrant, that she had in her past dated a guy who was in the present selling drugs and they believed that he was having drugs shipped to her home mm-hmm. and he was picking them up from her home that's what they that's what they say well, who were they who were they after they after brianna taylor no who were they after they were after her ex-boyfriend from like whatever who was already in police custody who was already in police custody you're yes. sh- oh, kidding yes. me not that ended up being true i almost cursed that ended up being true i think I, 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 I think with a i think with a separate agency it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. It right. doesn't matter. But, okay. <laughs> it doesn't but, matter. But check this out. So let's say that, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they don't know that, that okay. the guy's in custody. I'll give them that. Right. Because yeah. it does happen. Yeah, it does, yeah, it does happen. happen. They make mistakes. Yeah. They're imperfect. Yeah. And these guys break in. Now, so what are your thoughts on this? Like, if you're a police officer and you're executing a warrant, and we'll get to the warrant in a minute, but if you're executing a warrant and you're doing your job, this is your job. Yep. Um, and you get shot at, are you not going to shoot? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to shoot back. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's back. coming in. Right. Right. Uh, but, or, or if uh, you're inside, you're definitely person. shooting that way. Yeah, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. If you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're the cop and you're shot at mm-hmm. as you come through the door. Mm-hmm. defending myself now. <laughs> you go right. shoot back. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's like when we went to get weapons of mass destruction that were in there. You mm-hmm. can't blame the, the, the military that went there to do their job. Yeah. Wait, what happened? <clears throat> War. Some about the, 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 war. the Gulf War. Like oh, okay. Gulf war. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like the military well, went the second, there. The they fight. went there under false pretenses. So yeah. They went there under false information. But, they, information. but they yeah. went to do their job thinking that they were going to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. But, but that's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Like, here's my, here's my worry about this. And you give me your feedback on this. We, we throw these names in 
under this like haze of like, hey, we have this racial problem, mm-hmm. right? But then when I, I look at this case and I'm like, is this a race thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what's happening here, right? Like, like these guys. In my mind, I'm like, if I'm a police officer, I come through the door. This is my job. Now we can talk about the validity of that no knock warrant, mm-hmm. which I think that's up for debate. Like, should we have those? Right? Well, even, they've suspended that since. Yeah, you're not you're not blaming the police officer, just like you're not blaming the military for going and doing something they weren't supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it feels like to me, is that? Or, or we're not saying those cops are racist, right? Mm-mm. No, we're not saying they're racist, right. but they didn't dot their eyes across their exactly. teeth. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the judge had to sign off on that. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe not, not the cops. Them. Maybe not the cops that were on the scene, right. but at some level at above some level, them, right. somebody yeah. failed. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Well, that's what my thought was. Okay. When we're talking, because it feels like right now there's just so much emotion and so much tension, right? That sometimes we're just throwing these names and throwing these situations all in one bucket. And I'm like, doesn't it take like a little bit more nuance to look at these things to figure some of this out? For me, I look at this and I go, if you came to me and said, hey, we've got a real issue with no-knock warrants, whether that is the best police tactic. from I guess from a police department, they're saying, hey look, the reason for no-knock warrants is we want to make sure that the people that we're coming into to execute this warrant, they're not throwing away what we're trying to find. I get it. Right. right? And I get that. Yeah. But from the other side, from a person that's getting their door kicked in, guess what? We're, I guess the community, and I guess where this could be a racial issue is, is the community that these are executed maybe at more than disproportionately, maybe black communities right there. And maybe that's the racial component. And maybe from that perspective, whoever's getting the no not warrant is saying, Hey, basically this is a, this is a, is a legal ticket to execute. Cause if you come through the door Uh and they're surprised and they do anything, you have a right to shoot them. The majority of the time they're not doing it at six o'clock right before supper. No, they're doing it at night. Obviously she was in bed. (laughs) She was asleep. In the wee hours of the morning or something of that nature where it's going to. The boyfriend was just to shoot. I had, I had police officers. Break down your door. Tell the truth. Not break down my door. (laughs) I was staying somewhere and it was 4 a.m. And I wake up and I'm surrounded. I'm in bed. I'm just like surrounded. The person let them in. I don't believe they had a warrant, Most but they let them in, and I just opened my eyes, and it was it was nothing. It was nothing. Like, what did you do? They they, <laughs> they took me out of the house in cuffs. How old was And he? I sat out there, and then after a few minutes, oh, we just have to clear it up with Kissimmee. It was St. Cloud. We just have to clear it up with Kissimmee. They didn't have anything. They said sorry. They took the handcuffs off and they and they left. Oh, and I said, really. Just, hey. just a sign, man. Yeah, yeah. I said, I just, I didn't so you came here. This podcast, you, came you had any weird encounters with police, and that you, you didn't here, bring you, that up. I said, that's I had pretty a few. good. I said, well, that's one, but I mean, <laughs> that's one of them. That's, but I'm sitting out there, like in front of the neighborhood, in right. cuffs, and then it's like, so, so, so you came and got me what? Like, obviously, you didn't have enough. So, that's it. That's it. Like, well, well a lot of a lot of times they want to do it for the embarrassment anyway. Just, yeah. to, just to mess it's, with you. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they bring me in that little room every time I come back from Honduras. <laughs> There's no need for that. I've been there three times already. There's, you know, like every time we come back from Honduras. Shake down. Shake you down. can't say bomb on a plane. Like the first year, I get it. I haven't traveled in a while. But like year two, year three, I'm like, I'm translating for you. Like, help me out. <sighs> Look, the, 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 the no-knock warrant thing also, that again, like you said, it's almost like a it can be used as, you know, a license to execute almost. I, I kind of feel that way about 
I can apply that logic to the the Arbery case. People want to say it's it's legal in Georgia to make a citizen's arrest. It's legal to use deadly force if yeah. and during that citizen's arrest. Look, man, if I know, or if I don't know, whatever. If I, okay, this is somebody that I'm gonna go because I have a right to carry this gun. They will probably react to me pulling a gun on them. So then the second they react, it's like, well, it's self defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So can it be manipulated? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I, which I, I'm pro. But, but by the way, I'm pro. I'm pro gun. I'm pro responsible. But let's be honest. Gun right? ownership. Somebody pulls a gun and you don't have a gun. You're gonna run at them. Do you know what you're gonna do until I know I'm not running them. <laughs> you think you? I know that. You think that. you don't? You no, think you don't? I've had Listen, I've had I've had plenty of situations in my life where I didn't know what I thought I was gonna do until the moment came and I said, I wow, no gun. I've reacted completely different from what I thought in my head I would do. I could bet money on this Hypothetically. <laughs> he ain't running on nobody. <laughs> I'm running away. I don't even need a crystal ball for this one. <laughs> I can tell you. Michael start crying right now. The first the time I ever spent any time with Juan, you know what he told me about himself? He said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, I come from a long line of cowards. That's what he told me. He goes, I come from a long line of cowards. <laughs> we, we, live, I said, <laughs> we live to be really old. We run. If there's, if there's trouble, I'm running. I said, brother, you're like my own lost brother. I said, that. So, <sighs> like kinder spirit. Yeah. Being in New York, we from upstate New York. Yeah. So where we come from, we were taught to run. Yeah. <laughs> you're taught to run. Yeah. You don't wait. Oh, there go the police. There go 12. Take off. Everybody scatter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even if you're not doing it, you can just be standing in a group because yeah. what they'll do, they'll come up there and harass you. Let me see. Listen, I'm not. I'm in my yard. No, you on the sidewalk. Give me a... Yeah. Like, for what? Gotcha. That, yeah. that happened for to me what? before. And you can ask questions because they, like, they, get, all, they all, get offended. We all sit, right, exactly. We all sitting out having a little barbecue. Everybody chipped in, brought meat, this, that, and yeah. the other music playing. They pull up. They see us all out there. Start asking questions. We in our yard. We're not. No, you're on the sidewalk. You're on the sidewalk. Come here. But now you're on the sidewalk. Like, why are y'all messing with us? Yeah. So you, know, you talk. Hey, there they go. Take off. Everybody act like just so they can just mind their business and keep going. Okay. So yeah. I think it's so tricky because for every instance, like I was thinking about that after the last podcast, like number one, you know, I was like kind of embarrassed for myself for some of the things that I said, because, you know, we, you should because you should treat. I'm a big believer you should treat every person there's for who they are like that person like forget about everybody else and I felt like I generalized a lot right. when it came to like well these people did this or like the police did this like and and you know when I left I was like man I could have done better with that yeah. you know I think that as a as as a community as a as a country as a nation as, as humanity we have lost that art to just be like okay let me take this person like what this person did they're responsible for it, like that's it. Like I can't generalize that everybody is like that, yeah. you know? And then I also put myself in the, in the cops position because I've had uh, interaction with cops where I'm like, it's logical. Like I'm talking to you. I just want you to listen to me. Like I'm not a dirtbag. Like I'm trying to show you what I'm doing. And sometimes it's worked. Sometimes the guy has an attitude and it doesn't, you know what I mean? But I also thought about how often, you know, like, you know, like the, the cops don't have that luxury of being lenient with you sometimes. Yeah. You know, like if you tell them, hey, l let me just show you. I'm going to get my friend to tell you that I'm here and it's legal what I'm doing. How many times have they went and got that friend and then the cop ends up dead? You know, so it's it's such a hard situation that you can't really generalize or put a blanket statement on any of this. Because I think it's very specific situations of, of what's do, happening. Do you sympathize at all, though? Like, can't, 
can you find any? I know this is like the like the it's a raw time to ask this, but yeah. can you sympathize at all with with the guy who's going to work every day as a beat cop, who's who's trying to do the right thing, who's trying to get through Absolutely. the day, and he's facing some pretty crazy circumstances during the day. Absolutely, and his life's on the line every day. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, I mean, literally, he's going out there. He's like, I, I might not come home today. Right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. We've lost a lot of cops even the last two weeks uh-huh. just at these just yeah. at these riots. We've Absolutely. lost seriously, uh-huh. like we've lost some significant law enforcement. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we had we had, two, we had two ambushed in in California, ambushed in California, called to a scene f- to be shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, these guys are putting their lives on the line. It's it, they're amped up. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yes, there is some guy. Like there is no excuse for what happened to to George. I mean, that is just there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm not trying to defend that at all. That's that's a disgrace to the badge. It's a disgrace to humanity. It's a disgrace to everything. Uh-huh. But. We, we, we see this, we start to paint with a big brush, and I'm like, God, I don't know, man, that's a tough job. What, what happens if we, we, we create such a stigma around this that yeah. nobody wants to do this thing? Well, I think them? level heads prevail. I, just, I mean, I think that right now there's a lot of attention drawn off the conversation and into like, look how violent these riots are, or look how bad these cops are. Like, it's, it's the extremes of the conversation. Correct. We have to meet somewhere to have the conversation and both sides have to kind of come down a little bit to have the conversation because it's going to be difficult but we can't be scared of it but it's like you know i think most level heads nobody with a level head is like no no i i can't empathize at all with with the cop being a little bit on edge or like wondering it's like hey i might not make it home to my family today who i mean yeah there are people that can't empathize but i think that's that's not most folks, you know? I, yeah. I think most people, in any argument, I think most people are at least level-headed. I don't want to give people too much credit, but <laughs> <laughs> at least level-headed. Well, Enough to say I can begin to see maybe some of the, you know, some of the other side. You is, know? Is and very, that's, it takes more, more of that yeah. to have the conversation. Yeah. It's very telling when you see a protest, you know, uh, and and you see the police there protecting the people that are protesting them, you know. And they're like, it's not all like the media does a good job at like showing all these clips where where they're. I get it. They they are doing things that they shouldn't. And thank God for cell phones and the fact that we're able to document these things now because before you would say it and nobody would believe you. Yeah. Now you could actually see it, and I think that that's what's bringing attention to a lot of people that they're like, oh wow, this actually does happen. My favorite ones are these of the protests you get. <laughs> Literally, the cops are out there, and the protesters, and, and the protesters are like in the cops' face, you know, this and that, all this, and, it, and they're they're trying to bait the cops into right. like some sort of interaction, and then all of a sudden, a car will hit people, you know, what I'm saying, like literally drive, and they'll be like, "Police, police!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Whoa!" Right, right, right. <laughs> both yeah. ways. You know, it's like, oh, this is crazy. It's a crazy world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's a case too of like one apple spoils the bunch. Yeah. Okay. And because of that one bad apple that they got there is a bond. Protect the blue. Okay. Yeah. So it's like just like all those other guys, they knew that it was wrong with what he did on that man neck, but yeah. they had to stand there and deal with it because it's a brotherhood. Yeah. So, I did I did hear something though that was very interesting. They were talking about the DA uh or or why they didn't press the charges right away. And you know, they said that in situations like that you can't knee jerk it because you will lose the conviction. 
Yeah. Like, they're trying to make sure they're still. They still. You, I don't know. Like, if they've you tried to drop murder one on them, and you should have yeah. done manslaughter. Yeah, you, you heard. Yeah, well, but, which but, was really, which Yeah, was, well, the charge is one thing, but like you know, saying, "Hey, wait a second, <laughs> we need to." And all things considered, what in two or three days? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that the video had something to do with it, but in two or three days to be like, "Hey, we're gonna do something about this," that's pretty quick. Considering, but I think. But I, think I would say this. I I think cool heads prevail. Um, public people of all different races, doesn't matter the race, um, can honestly say and can still love law enforcement and back up law enforcement, can honestly say that we have a hard time believing that there would have been an arrest and a potential conviction without the video. Oh, that's I the, agree. That, I think that's the problem with our country right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, of course. You disagree yeah. with that? No, I, I no, I'm saying I think every I think everybody, whether they willing to admit it, yeah, right yeah, out exactly. loud, I think everybody goes, yeah, yeah, because we've seen enough. Like, hey, um, there there is this sense, whether it's just from media, whether it's from personal experience, whether it's from whatever level, mm-hmm. that that cops will protect themselves, right? That they're yeah. doing a tough it's job, a, they yeah. feel like they're owed a little grace and protecting themselves, e- even mm-hmm. to some very sketchy levels. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's the that's the worry, right? I'm not saying that's I'm not saying that's right. I think it's political too. Like I think they're they're so like take false convictions. Like they fight. Like the the district attorneys fight not to let these people out. Yeah. Even with like DNA and with everything. Like they fight because they know that if it gets turned over it's gonna be a lawsuit. Yeah. You know Stephen so Avery. I, it, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Avery Free Avery But yeah. it's serious But it's sad That that's like the same system That's supposed right. to protect us Yeah So how do you Where do you find the line Of like I can trust you But also I'm supposed to trust you But at any given moment You know like I tell the kids all the time That's my biggest fear Like you know I have three boys And I tell them all the time I was like I don't care what you do You stick to the truth I don't care what they promise mm-hmm. you I don't care what they tell you That they're gonna do You wait for me you wait for attorney, but this is an interesting. Can we stop here? And on this, this is a really interesting point. I want. Uh, have you talked to your boys about interaction with police? Like I, specifically, I, specifically. Like, hey, with this the is police. this is how I want you to interact with police if you're ever in no, a situation. No, not, not directly with the police. No, really. Have you talked to your boys or your or your kids about interacting with the police? My kids. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you say? I tell them basically, like he say, be honest, tell the truth, but don't be loud. Don't ah, okay. Listen, okay. When they speak to you and ask you to speak, then you speak. Ronnie, you got kids? Yes. What do you tell them? Saying that? Yes. That's what you tell them. Yep. How about you? You talk to your daughter about the police yet? Yeah? Uh, the other day, I spoke to her because it was something specific that came up. Yeah, but I, I haven't gone in, in in depth. I, you know, uh, I think I have a few years before. You know, she's preteen now, so I don't think there's going to be a lot of, but. I mean, I guess yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised at you because let me tell you what I tell my kids. Completely opposite of that, I say you don't ever speak to a police officer mm-hmm. without me present, mm-hmm. um, ever. Mm-hmm. I said if you do, you will be punished. Mm-hmm. I said I am your absolute authority until you're 18. Yeah, Sean is 21. Well, that, I mean, okay, but <laughs> he doesn't look like it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but here's the deal. I just and I say. And, and I, then I would say to myself, I would never allow them to be interviewed in any yeah, way I agree. without a lawyer present. Yeah, we had a situation that a cop came in. I was like, you're talking to him in front with me there, and it's, you're, it's not going to happen. And he was super cool, and 
you know, luckily he went back on my kid's record. He was like, there's nothing here. Like, I, like somebody did some false accusations on one of my kids. And, um, you know, he was like, there's nothing here. Like your family, there's no history. There's nothing like this doesn't add up. And then of course I backed myself up and I had a bunch of evidence of like the other person. And he was like, you know, this is dead, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my kids. I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I'm a law enforcement guy. Love law enforcement. Got a lot of law enforcement here. I'm behind law enforcement. Want law enforcement to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Let's (laughs) go law enforcement. But they've got all these, you know, they got all the schools resource officers. Those are still cops. They're on those school campuses and they're interviewing kids. And I'm like, you ever get called to the office? You look him right now and say, I cannot talk to you without my parent. Well, and if you try to make me, my dad is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, that's two different conversations that I had. Okay. Right. Now, if, if you're driving along and you get pulled over. Okay. Be compromise. Nice. Do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. All this, my First Amendment, Black Lives Matter. No. 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 <laughs> no. no, no <laughs> do what you're supposed to do. Right. Get your ticket. Keep it moving. Yeah. Yes. But if they want to get to the point to where they want to question you, no, I need my father. I need my, I need my lawyer present. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I search your car? You're, yeah. no. you're telling your kids, you're not the one to make a point, okay? That's we're right. not letting That's you right. make yeah. the point. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I've seen so many people. I watch I watch all these things on, on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I watch so many stops get out of hand yeah. because black lives matter. They yeah. get out of hand because you're violating my First Amendment, my Fifth Amendment. The man asked you for your license and your registration insurance because you know you were speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and if you were yeah. breaking the rules, just take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, be on your way. Get your ticket and be on your way. Be on. You and that's not a problem. Home. Just like it's, you're trying to get home. Yeah. That's true. And I, and I get it. There's got. There's. A, there's a. We need to be wise. That's yeah, not a problem. But it, the problem is when nothing has been committed, and then the abuse comes in for whatever reason. Say you know. Well, and one one of the. Um, I think the link you sent today, where some. Independent study, I think, yeah. uh, dug into uh, F- Ferguson, where mm-hmm. they were using the cops to bankroll the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so it was almost incentivized yeah. for the cops no, to find it was infractions. Yeah. It was. Yeah, so it's like no, there are on. certain there there are a whole. I'm not an expert. Tell the truth. But there are whole cities. It's usually very small cities. This was a that's, larger. This is larger scale. But that's in St. Louis. That's how it's set up. Yeah. Every little parish, basically, that's in Louisiana. But every little parish. Right. Has their own fire department, police department. Yeah. How are you going to bankroll that if you ain't got but 3,000 people in your little spot? Exactly. How do you do that? I know. Well, Through tickets. Ticket well, I, people I, to I remember I, I, I was in a traveling, I was in a band for a while when I was in college. And so we traveled all over the Southeast, but we, we traveled extensively in Florida. I mean, I've been to almost every place in Florida. And I just knew that when we got to the outskirts of Waldo, don't you mess, had to go the speed limit because that was start. their whole gimmick. Slow down. Like I'm start. saying, I'm saying, yeah. from the second you hit the city limits, they were handing out tickets to you. Hit the city limits on the other side, and that's how they were funding the city. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It didn't care, and it wasn't about race. It was Every about time. look, we got to pay the bills, right? Dollar bills. <laughs> but even when it Every does time. come to race, you yeah. have if you're wise, you still have to use your wisdom. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. if you know that he's pulling you over and you haven't done anything, and you figure he's pulling me over because I'm black, yeah. Stay cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to do. Give him yeah. what he needs. All the questioning. You already know what he's pulling you over for. Yeah. Use your wisdom. Yeah. Just do what you're supposed to do, and you'll be out of there. Yeah. Because I've had interactions with police, and to be honest with you, I can't say they were bad. Yeah. yeah. As a black man in America, I, I can't say that I'm, I was treated unfair by a white cop, black cop, or or, or a Hispanic cop. Mm-hmm. I've never felt threatened when I got pulled over a dealt with an officer. Never. Mm-hmm. But do you do you think? Uh, no, I'm just asking. Do you think? Do you think there's something about your demeanor, about your spirit, about what about what you're bringing to the table that causes that reaction? I think so. 
I think so. I mean, if if, if you stay in the court and if you stay who you are yeah. with everybody, I mean, you won't get the same reaction from everybody because other people have negative spirits about them. Yeah. But for the most part, you'll get that same reaction back. Yeah. Hello, officer. How can I help you? Yeah. Last yeah. registration insurance. Here you go. How's yeah. your day? <laughs> yeah. well, play, play the card. Get yeah. away. Keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's almost like the. Uh, you ever seen a, a a pit bull that was just <clears throat> a little wussy? No. <clears throat> It doesn't it's, exist. Exactly. <laughs> so when you, when you walk up and you see a pit bull, you, what's the first thing you think? Like, oh, oh snap. Let me get away from and it. A lot of times when they approach in the car, yeah. they see a skin color. They expecting you to act a certain way. Right. Yes. In return, we expect, oh, here we go. Here he come. Huh? We okay. don't want to hear it. Okay. Uh-huh. Kind of like that same. Yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. my brother. We can get pulled over my brother in the car. We all getting pulled out. <laughs> That's just just a just, different demeanor. He just yes. has a when it comes when it comes to law enforcement. Period. He just has an issue. Mm. He just has an issue. But he created that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was harassed because of things that he done. Okay. When you get known for doing certain things in the in the, in the neighborhood where certain things go on at, that's your fault. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good point. And then if you, it, it, and then that pattern sets in, and that worldview sets in, and that that's experience good. sets in, and exactly. so you, you're going into that that altercation loaded exactly that, that's the like what ty said back home it'd be a group of us these same cops that hit this beat every day know who who is mm-hmm. he not from sayo but he's gonna run with us because he's with us yeah now it's not about us anymore who's that new guy uh-huh. so next time you come through they see him they pulling him over they want to know who he is come to find out oh he's just a friend he's from over here he's from over there they may not never mess with him again yeah but us he gonna keep messing with us because he know what we're doing. Yeah. He only doing his job. But we say police bad. Police, no, no. It's what you doing a yeah. lot of times. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're just doing their job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. You've had a week to think about it now, about this whole, we, we brought up the whole idea of like, maybe coming up with some ideas about police reform that we would just think of as, not, not that we know best, not that we can figure it out, not that we can solve the problems. Mm-hmm. But have you thought anything else that came to mind? Like afterwards, you've thought, you know what? Maybe we should really look at this, or maybe we should really look at that when it comes to like changing things. I, I looked a little bit more about the whole defunding the police because mm-hmm. the way that 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 it sounded was like defund the police and break down the police department. That is in certain places. In certain places, but for what I understand, there's places that like fifty percent of the budget for some places is for the police. That's true too. There's so, there are high budgets. So what if, they're saying is, instead of giving fifty percent of, of of that of all that money to the police, cut some of that. And invested into the schools so in, the, in, in the country. It's so. a reallocation of funds, and yeah. defund sounds like sounds like no more funds, no more funds. Which, which you know, we we have to be selective in the phrasing if we want right. to accomplish you something. You know, I agree. Reallocation of funds is completely, completely different, different than different defund. Than right. I know a ton of people that were completely turned off by that defund, and I hear defund, and I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's what I feel. I'm like, this no, is not, not a battle that's going to be won. Not just defund. <laughs> I mean, not just defund. You're talking about Minneapolis disband, disband. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, they want to do like New which Jersey doesn't make thing. sense. I mean, yeah. that that doesn't make sense either. No. That's, that's did you see extreme. what they did with the mayor last week? No, in Minneapolis. No. In Minneapolis? Oh, no, they had him out at a protest and literally had him up and called him up. You know, this guy's a this guy's a Democrat. He's been very supportive. He's been on the side. He's hated on Trump. He's done all the the <laughs> things that uh, the protesters have wanted. Trust me, he's a he's a team member. You know what I'm saying? They called him up and they said. We want to know right now. We have one question. It's a yes or no answer. Will you abolish the police department? He, he said, said, I don't no. think that's the answer. And they literally 
I thought they were going to jump him right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about F you, yeah. booed him, and just ran him right back yeah. out of the thing. But, it's, it but, but in, in all honesty, it's not the answer because yeah. there are places that the police department is not doesn't have a decent budget, and the cops are those cops are stressed out because they're shorthanded, and when they go out, they're like you know. So I think again, you know, the 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 key to all this is balance. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and everybody has to be level headed and think of what's you know you can't throw like like a blanket. This is gonna work everywhere because it doesn't. You know, cities, counties, everything works different. Everybody should be thinking. But if there's a place that's getting like fifty percent of their budget, and it's to the police, and those police officers are just going out and giving out tickets, that's a problem. That's, that's a problem. problem. I'm not saying that police reform can't include some of those things. Right, right. I'm just saying. Uh, you, you, Abolish police departments. No, it starts absolutely to sound not. A little, no, a little like, hey, we've reached an extreme yeah, moment, yeah, and no, maybe no, we're no, overreacting. No, no, no. yeah. And that. you're gonna lose, and you're gonna lose people in that. That it's like, look, I'm, I'm with this up until you say, yeah. you're police. gonna lose. Like, right. come on, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you go extreme, and you're gonna lose a lot of people who will meet you at the middle. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying, and and that's where it should be because no, it, it shouldn't be uh, absolute authority, but it also shouldn't be dismantle the police department in every in every city right. you know? when you're going to a call at the airport mm-hmm. are you usually are you usually meeting with police that are there or is it they, they yeah. have their own police force no it's orlando it's, it's orlando so yep. you're you're spending some time with some police guys right down yeah there? oh yeah all yeah. the time yeah you know, they're good people man it's like you got to realize it's just like i usually i used to use the example and not just for police this was going on a racial level because I took my uh, Charlie when she was younger. Okay. Ebony had this lady, this Jamaican lady that lived right behind Evans. So she's right in Pine Hills, you know, bad, bad area, quote unquote. <laughs> and I used to tell people, you know, yeah, I got run up to Pine Hills, uh, drop my baby off, I'll be right back, blah, blah, blah. And they look at me sideways like, what the hell are you doing dropping your baby in Pine Hills? <laughs> and I always would say, well, you know, just like everywhere else, everybody that gets up at eight o'clock in the morning to go to work ain't trying to sling crack and yeah. shoot people. Yeah. Right? They're waking up with the same worries and the same issues you're working. It's a human. This is a human thing, man. Yeah. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. That never made sense to me. Like, well, you gotta go over there to drop your baby off. What do you mean, man? It, yeah, they know good people in Pine Hill. Yeah, exactly. Everybody yeah. can't afford yeah. to live in Windermere. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, but on. that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like it feels like we get we we get to these moments, mm-hmm. these tipping point moments, yeah. and it feels like the extreme gets it gets and more lo- the, louder. The worst you've had it. Yeah, I've got a friend I'm real tight with, and he's all about defunding the police. He's got leaned on real bad. Two separate instances where he could have went to jail for a long time. Mm. Ruined his life. Mm. Beautiful human being. Beautiful heart, which makes it even worse. Right. Like, <laughs> y'all picked the wrong one. Like, yeah. why are you doing yeah. this? Um, but he grew up in the South, grew up uh Winter Haven. Roger Covington, what's up, baby? Um, <laughs> he, uh, he wants to defund the police. I can sympathize. I have empathy for why he would say that. Yeah. I cannot agree with that because I'm looking at it objectively from the outside looking in. Right. Mm-hmm. If somebody killed your baby and you're like death penalty all day, got to make it happen. But somebody on the outside is like, ah, you know, death penalty is real hard. Yeah. It's a subjective issue. That's a you good have point. to gain objectivity with anything you're with. And the more the, the thing, thing that kills me about race always kills me about race. I've been with the same woman since I was 18, 19 years old. What's up, Bab? Five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell this to people that actually have a conversation with me. 
I'm not this. I'm not the dude I was when I was 17. Right. I don't think about black people just the way I did when I was 17. Right. There's a reason for that. Yeah. It's we're interconnected now. Yeah. You can't look at the outside and then all of a sudden have this this epiphany. Well, this is how I'm gonna relate to these people. No, that's not how you do it. Yeah. If me and him grew up together, I don't look at him like I'm looking at him right now. I still know he's good people. Yeah. But that's my that's gonna be my boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not a black man. Right. At that point. Yeah. He's my brother. Just like my babies ain't yeah. black kids. Yeah. See, people say my kids are black kids. I'm like, these are my zells. <laughs> 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 you crazy? <laughs> These are my zells. Yeah, that's great. But that's what I'm saying. There has to be a, a point where the subjectivity of the rawness of what's going on disappears, mm-hmm. and you have to step back and gain objectivity for the greater good, for the solidarity of the human race. Amen. We're we're Americans. I feel like it's hard to get there, though, man. I mean, it's very it hard. Is. It, it, it is. America America's founded on bad karma. Right. Yeah. There you go. Four hundred yeah. years of real bad things, and we're still doing real bad things. Right. Yeah. At some point, preach something bad enough's got to happen where everybody. I know I'm getting on soapbox here, but <laughs> do it. Every great and I'm I'm a weirdo. I'm a white boy from the south, and I love people like Fred Hampton and Stokely Carmichael yeah. and Nikki Giovanni, and those are my people. I yeah. love that they're fiery. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Anytime a great African American leader really preached solidarity. Malcolm X got shot once he come back from Mecca the second time talking about white people ain't that bad we need to get together and he started talking to people right, mm-hmm, right. he pushed away Nation of Islam yep. he started talking to people started talking about consolidating the race mm-hmm. okay he got shot yep. Fred Hampton one of the most eloquent speakers for the Black Panther Party as soon as he got people together he was having bikers in his hall yeah. white bike clans in his hall talking about we're going to do this and do this FBI shot him mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. MLK, obviously. Yeah. Consolidation yeah. of the races. Let's take him out. Bobby Kennedy, JFK. Yeah. yeah. That's it, true. It's, it's all at the corruptions at the top. Yes. No, it was, I'm it so is. serious. I, no, I, I, hear, it I, I, hear, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it, it almost, it, you hear the conspiracy theory people kind of mm-hmm. losing a grip right now. Like in the background, I hear them like losing their minds. Yeah. But I think you're on to something. It, it feels like we get to the... The, the prefaces of something in these moments of history is like, oh, this is it. We're going to have, this Something's is going to get happen. good. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. get, and then bam, it's like the door shuts a little I bit. mean, recently I was having a, it, it came up just, we didn't intend to have this conversation, but it, it came up, uh, my golden era of, I, I, I love all kinds of music, but I, hip hop is, you know, High up there for me. My golden era is like eighty-eight to like ninety-one, ninety-two, maybe. Oh, look um, at number one. So th- there's there's a there's a definite there's a definite sound and there's a definite uh, 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 um, culture to hip hop around that time, and things really began to get it get on a like a really conscious level. There was a lot of like consciousness uh, awareness because they played then, that on the radio, and then gangster rap, gangster rap. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's the glorification yep. of everything exactly. that wh- where hip hop was headed took like this got jackknifed. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, a completely That's different true. direction. And and we still uh, on on the radio. I mean, people are. It's you're not even blurring out the part where they're talking about being nope. on drugs and stuff yep. like that. It's like this is radio play. This is mainstream right. radio play. Right. You know, but I mean that's you know yes that that's. That's probably a whole other conversation, right? That that's very deep because, yeah, th- this. Well, who owns who owns the media? 
No, exactly. I mean, it's on it's, the real. Who owns the media? Who I'm is actually so worried pushing? what you're going to say right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's, <laughs> just, we but, have, but I'm like, a, what are you about question. to say? Who owns the conglomerates? Okay. There are there is a handful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What is their agenda? Yeah. Why are they pushing this on us? Yeah. Why does the media never show? The people that are doing political activism, the people that are actually hugging it out at these rallies. Yeah. Why are they showing people throwing Molotov cocktails and the cops are beating these people and the, these people are beating the cops? Yeah. Why is it's, that? It because does, while it, we're fighting I, we, we with each saying, other, we can't get it together. We were saying this beforehand. And I, I was not, saying right? to Will, there, you got it. I don't know if this is true. I'm just making this up. But I, you got to feel like there's some TV executive sitting at a steak dinner with another TV Eating executive going, this is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I think it goes back to the Brianna case also. Yeah. The cops are only, they were only uh, um, um, doing their job. Right. But the order came from above the cops. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that that's the real question is, what is, is, are these things, these tools that we've handed law enforcement, are they just? Which I think is a deeper question, right? Mm -hmm. Not is the individual who is carrying out his trained duty just. No. But is 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 this the system that we've built in order to, you know, the system predicated see, off of revenue that's production? That's the thing, though. Right. That's that's right. right. Why we put people in prison? How do we get that deep when we can't <laughs> even address like the front line and say, okay, we something needs to happen where the bad apples start falling off the tree, and we're not going to get to that level if we can't even get this initial level. Right. And those conversations are very difficult to have. And uh, what was it? I think it was the first podcast. Uh, yeah, it was the first podcast you sent us this week where um, I forget the author, but there's this whole like uh, thing about uh, the way you handle, mm -hmm. uh, you know, issues where it's, it's basically, you know, you have to show that that, has enough of a consequence and you're going to come down, you know, uh, hard enough on it that, you know, it, it quells anything. Right. And you think that's going to establish authority, but it's not. It's because you establish resentment. Yeah. You're yeah. actually going to get a lot of pushback. Yeah. And that's what's happening. Like, yes, there are things that need to be cracked down on and there's, and crimes and everything like that. Absolutely. That no, no one in their right mind says crime should run rampant and that things should just happen uh, with no checks. But if no one is going to hear each other, and and it's it's on both sides. Again, you can you can spout facts, uh, uh, you know, f statistics all day, and statistics have a place in the conversation. But if someone is saying I'm hurting, I need you to listen to me and stop throwing numbers in my face. Listen to me, empathy. Then maybe. Right. Okay, let's sit down and talk about the numbers. But you won't even let me express what I've been trying to express to you because you want to throw numbers in my face and shut me up. Mm. And then the other side is like, I want to stick to logic. I can't get swept away in emotion because mm. we're never going to get to the You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. both have to give. Yeah. Both well, have to give. No one's going to listen to each other I until the other side starts saying, let me listen to you. It's a, once again, it's a broken system. Even if you do get the chance to speak it, you're speaking it to the guys on the lower level. Mm -hmm. yeah. They'll listen all day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guys up here, mm -hmm. you're going to do what they tell you to do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the bottom line. And what they do when they retire, they're cultivating before they get out of here. So the next person that's in line is going to follow up. the tradition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, much as people talk about Trump and this, that, and the other, he's not a politician. Mm -hmm. He's the face of this country. He don't run this country. Believe mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. 
somebody else run this country. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's not writing his speeches. No. He's, none of these laws <laughs> that are passing, it, it's like he's not. Right. Come on, there's a whole staff that is doing this. He's no, the face of it. I guess, I guess what I'm know, saying is, yeah. do, but do, do you have hope? Do you have hope that we can change this, though? That we can change it through through voting and through you have conversation? Hope, I have hope in Christ. Okay. <laughs> Amen. That's it. Yeah. Come on. Somebody get yeah. out the guitar. That's Let's it. have a word. Hit that red button. <laughs> I think, okay. I think to, 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 to your point, though, you're talking about we have to start at a certain level. If you're really going to talk about it and be real about it, then you have to stop worrying about who's running the country, quote unquote. I love mm -hmm. Barack Obama to death, but he he wasn't running the country just no, like the last 42 yeah, of them. Absolutely. The money people are running the country. So the laws are passed down to produce revenue, regardless Lobbyist. of what those laws are. Right. The right? You have to vote locally to actually affect right. your yeah. home. Almost like, well, I got to, you know, talking about how you're going to change the world, I'm going to raise my family right. right. And then they're going to raise their family right. right. And that's going to echo. Yeah. The same thing when you vote. For your school commissioner and your county commissioner and your house seat, yeah, that's how you you got to get to know. These that's people. how you leverage Local, that power. Yeah. yeah. Now, one person's not going to leverage the power, and but if right. you consolidate and get solidarity, then you enact change. That's shown. That's a historical lesson. Yeah. Solidarity is the only way. No one man is powerful enough to make this thing happen. No. And, or and, woman. And a big and a big problem with that is um, I'm just speak from my culture. We're taught to vote for the president. We're not taught to, to vote, vote for, for the local level. Yeah. People yeah. on the lower level. That's what, yeah, right. But that's exactly. the ones that really affect exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. We don't that's go to parent-teacher conferences. That's what's up. All, yeah, it's, it starts Because we're too busy working. Absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we're going there, who's Democrat? Who's this? Who's Republican? Who's this? And yeah. just, you know, just, okay, we know what the president doing, what he's talking about. Right. It's all over that's the That's all you hear. Yeah. That's yeah. all you hear. Exactly. I think you bring up a good point, though. I think it does start. If there is going to be change, the change has to start with us. You know, we have to stop being so sensitive about certain things because we look foolish in some of our arguments. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you guys saw recently in the in the news that Jimmy Fallon did like a sketch of Chris Rock. I he did a sketch. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, because he had in the past, in the past, but he, he admired Chris and, Rock. An that SNL sketch where he was in black. Yeah, he admires Chris Rock. He's like, I have all the like, I admire they're, this they're guy. Friends, and stuff. right? They're friends. You know what I mean? And everybody made like such a big deal out of it. And he was like, I'm ashamed to even say that, like, I admire this guy. That is, it's not a bad thing, you know. But then, you know, if we're fair, like in the Chappelle show, when Chappelle does the white newscaster, or there's the movie White Chicks with the Wayne brothers, mm -hmm. that's funny. You know, so no, that movie was horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, but I, I, that wasn't funny but, when it came out. You know and it has nothing to do no, with you race. Know what I mean? like, it's just a bad no, movie. It was horrible. It was. There was. But uh, as as humanity, yeah. we have to stop letting people manipulate us. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I feel like happens a lot. People tell us how we should feel, and we react on it. So yeah. Like this right. guy did this, we should be outraged. And meanwhile, this guy's like, I adore this guy. Like I admire who he is, and I did this that I. Now I'm ashamed of it. Mm -hmm. And then when, when instead of speaking out and saying this, everybody told them, don't say anything. Instead you know, because if you say truth. something, you're going to get in trouble. But like, those are, that, I think that's what I meant last week when I said like, we can't be, we have to look in the mirror. That's right. It's I, a knee-jerk reaction and we have to come together. And, and Dave Chappelle, man, Dave Chappelle is, is a genius. I man. love Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Bro, Dave Chappelle is a genius. And he said uh, about, about a different issue, but he said, Look, you want to accomplish anything. He's speaking to another situation, but he said, you're going to have some imperfect allies. You can't 
kick everybody out and you can't go against everybody who wants to ally, but it's like, oh, but what about this? What, what? You're going to have some imperfect allies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to have some things, but they are for what you're fighting for. Yeah. So let's not be so sensitive to certain things and say, all right, what are we working towards? Are you working towards the same goal as I am? You know, and stop. Jeez, eliminating people from from the from the equation. But it is hard because you, you feel like, it, especially I think for, you know, I've said this a couple of times in different interviews in this podcast. I feel like, boy, this is a this is a touchy situation right now, mm-hmm. right? I feel like, I I think the right thing is to lean in, but I think I can get myself in a lot of trouble here, right? We you got your back, mean? man. But mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? I think there's right, like right, a lot right. of danger because right, what happens now is. We don't really care about somebody's heart. We don't really care about the conversation. We don't really care about working this thing out. We don't really care about getting making things better. We just care about are you saying the right thing and agreeing with me? And if not, you're canceled. Then you because the you can't. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a, you in or out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't. I've heard that. Absolutes. I heard that. Well, when yeah. Christopher Columbus discovered America, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, it was for me, on division. So for me, that's just even what was divided. What this uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, slogan, a slogan that they're using. Yeah. To, to me, it's a troublemaker. Okay, you know, coming from a black man, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it's, it's causing trouble because it, number one, all lives matter. Okay. You know, no matter what race or ethnic or culture we come from, um, as being uh, Christians, uh, we know that Peter said it best when he said, "God has no, God has no respect to person." Yeah, and so if you know better, then you should do better, which tells us that um, we need to look at once again what we're doing to cause a lot of things to happen. Right. Like when you brought the thing up on the uh, screen last yeah. night about, you know, Black Lives Matter, who who funding it and yeah. this, that, and the other. Uh, I mean, you got the mayor of D.C. who has painted the streets Black Lives Matter. And she's using that logo. And she's using that logo. Yeah. And, and I mean, you're, 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 you're causing backlash from from uh, uh, white people or Hispanic people who feels as if it is a racial slur. But then when we say, but, but then when they say how they feel, you know what I mean? They're being racial, but we're not being racial. Yeah. But to me, it is a racial slur because once again, all lives matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and for me being in a position that I'm in right now in my life, it's, it's not a black, it's not about all lives matter, but it's about what can we do to compensate for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. How, how can we come together uh, uh, to form this five-fold ministry that really supposed to be happening amongst brothers and sisters? Right. So I, I think sometimes as leaders, you know, even in government or even in the church, we go too far with some things. Yeah. You know, we pick some things up and we run with it. And then when it comes back running at us, oh, yeah. You know, and I just, I, I just I don't agree with it. And I've got some backlash. Like, why, you know, why wouldn't you? Why would I? Yeah. I, With I, what the, I, uh, the 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 Black Lives the, Matter? Yeah. What do you? I think mean, so, I'm I'm hearing you, you out. Intention. And I, what do you think the intention when? And I'm not talking about it. And I'm I don't, I don't like to use absolutes. Mm-hmm. What do you think the intention is when somebody, if just in whatever social media page somebody puts that up? What do you think that they're trying to get at? What do you think they're trying to elicit when they say that? Like, for example, the uh, the owner of Amazon. Okay. He's catching so much <laughs> backlash because he has that on his on his page or whatever yeah. he has it on. Mm-hmm. But like he said, you know, at the at the end of the day, it's just not about you know. I mean, for him, it's about the way black people are treated. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's about everybody. I understand. You know what I mean? And so you don't want to do business with me. Be- yeah. I mean, you don't want to do business with me because. I care about black people and how they feel and what they think. That's not right. Well, I, black- I just I, I don't I and I, I hear you and and I and I respect 
what you have to say. And and I have friends also who 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 share, you know, across across the racial divide, all, all kinds of color. I mm-hmm. I have all kind of you know friends of every uh, race, creed, and color, right? Um, and I and I get into disagreements with a lot of them. So uh, some of the stuff that they, um, I guess, you know, this is this is a, a volatile topic. So. But I know them, so I know their heart. And we're in disagreement about maybe some words, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like, oh, my God, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about, you know, how I feel about this, and you want to talk about how you feel about this. I know your heart, so it's different. But it's the person that you don't know their heart. that That's when that's when you take it, you know, more offensively. Mm-hmm. The, the, fr- the phrase, and I'm not trying to sell you on it, but, like, that's, I, I think that's, that's an issue where people are taking this Black Lives Matter phrase and and using and then and then countering it with like, well, all lives matter. Black Lives Matter doesn't imply that all lives don't matter. Exactly. There's an issue that is trying to be brought to the forefront. And yes, it's it's assumed that all lives matter. But if there's an issue that needs to be addressed, if I go to the hospital and I, you know, there's all ki- there's been all kinds of metaphors this week. You know, the 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 99. You know, it's like yeah, the 99 yeah. matter, but this one Jesus is the one turned that his help. back to yeah. go get that one. You know, yeah, because that, that one needs help. Let me but tell you, I have a broken what, bone. But, yeah. If I have a broken bone and I go to the hospital and they go, oh man, but you you know you have all this other stuff. Yeah, but the bone needs the attention right, right now. That's so what it let's means. Let's do that. It doesn't mean that the other bones don't matter. Right. It just means that right now. Let me tell you what I there's think. There's some healing that needs to Let me to tell you happen. what I hear and what you're saying. And I think there, I understand what you're saying. I relate to what you're saying. Um, and I said this last night when I addressed the church. I, I was like, let me just wade into this and just get myself in some real trouble. <laughs> so I, I said, I, I said, I used these words. I said, uh, as a white guy speaking to my white friends, and I said some things, and then I said, hey, as a white guy speaking to my black friends, I said, let me remind everybody that we, I grew up, I'm not saying speaking for everybody else, but I grew up in a generation where the whole instruction to us from my parents, my school, my teachers, my coaches, we were supposed to be colorblind. We had posters on the wall. We had Michael Jackson, and and I, I showed quotes from Jennifer Lopez, and I showed quotes from you know political leaders and songwriters, and everybody was telling us to be colorblind, colorblind, colorblind. Mm-hmm. And so when something like this happens, right? And I understand why, right? I understand the meaning behind Black Lives Matter. But when something like this happens, and then the white community who does not have this experience, who does not see it, have this worldview the same way, yeah. goes, wait a minute. So mm-hmm. the example that I used last night, I used my, my 12-year-old. When he first heard this from it, we had friends in the neighborhood over, and, and he says, well, don't all lives matter? <laughs> you know, like totally innocently, he said, mm-hmm. well, don't all lives matter, Dad? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. But here's the problem with the semantics of it, is when you have to explain it to a child, mm-hmm. it's a reminder that, hey, we can get lost in the semantics. Mm-hmm. We can get lost in the messaging sometime. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're trying to say, is that I had to look at him and go, Yes, all lives do matter, but at this moment, the community feels like there is injustice in the black community, right. and we are highlighting that. So we're we we we've put a pause on be colorblind to examine this issue. Does that make sense? I always yeah. thought well, it should say why don't Black Lives Matter with a question mark. <laughs> To me, well, okay. I'm incendiary. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you were really gonna push it? No, I'm for real. Okay. I, Ah, it could be a long conversation. Do right. it, do it, do it. <laughs> no, we don't do it. Come on, Will. We don't need to get into it now. But I, I'm, I know I'm an oddball, and I've said it before. The way I grew up, 
the way I see things now, it just, it's to me, and I've had to have this conversation so many times in the last three months, and I'm just almost like tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I really am. But, and I know, fellas, for y'all, I, I don't know y'all from nobody, and I respect y'all, and I, and I wasn't trying to get at you when I said nothing. Oh, like, no. You know what I'm saying? But I think the thing is, is that we grew up in a Eurocentric, idealized nation and as far as what we see what is beautiful what is important who are our heroes who discovered this who made that dick gregory even said it the only thing white people invented was a patent office <laughs> let's be real the thing is though is that Amen. and i grew up the same way right i grew up this is what's beautiful this is who i should be attracted to this is how i should think and I realized it's wrong. I was like, well, why is it wrong? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There has to be a point where we're comfortable making white people uncomfortable with the fact they grew up with some blinders on. Yeah. And that's speaking for me too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There has to be a point where you have to be held accountable for the fact your worldview and your viewpoints do not have validity at this point. Yeah. There has to be a point when you see something happen, regardless of the way it skewed and how it was presented. This was a human being. He died. Nobody's giving a damn about it. Why is that? Mm. Why is one in four men of African descent in Louisiana in the penal system? Are there 25 percent of them jokers just evil? No. Mm -hmm. Why is it? Why is it 30 percent of the population, 60 percent of the dang penitentiaries yeah what's going on you know what i'm saying there's got to be a point where we just cut through the bs we got a problem americans we got a problem look at yourself in the mirror think about what's going on mm -hmm. really really think about what's going on there is an issue yeah the, the policing the school funding all you you start from the bottom bring it all up it's still there it's still staring at you mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And why there's an elephant in the room? Nobody want to talk about it. But then it makes you uncomfortable. I'm, I don't care why people get uncomfortable. <laughs> it's racism. The problem with racism is racism. <laughs> right. It's For true. Real. Yeah, we yeah. say a lot of pretty things, but like, think about it. Like, we're especially it. now. Like, I, I can't remember. I'm 43. I can't remember ever our country being so divided like this. And I'm sure that it has been in the past. You know, you know, in the sixties and, and and times like that, but like, you know, in the in the eighties and the nineties, it didn't seem as bad. But like now, it's like this this vision, and now it's like, it's almost like America first. Like, you know, we we, we still talk about as Christians about you know one person from different language and everything, but America first. Let's build borders. Let's keep these people out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Are you trying to really complicate this issue? <laughs> I'm not, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm being honest. Like, are, are we really Christians about one, one, one? Christ said one from different nations, different language, different everything. But we say things that sound really cute. Well, we say up, that. We they, say they that. grew up different. So. We say, no, but we say that we want that. Like, if you talk to any Christians, oh, no, I believe in that, like one world. But, yeah. but no, 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 but America. That, but that's the world they came from. Right. I mean, just like... You ever been to a, a good old boy bar? 
Yes. Yeah. All right. So not very many. I don't know what I'm talking right. about. Right. But if I if I want <laughs> to I go to a bar. All right. So there's a big difference. If I bring you to a bar yeah. in the hood, Pine Hills, yeah. you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all you're right. You're gonna co-sign. Huh? Absolutely. You're co-sign. Oh, he, he, no, oh, if he not, this ain't, ain't gonna be a problem. It ain't yeah. gonna be a problem. Not, not with you. Yep, but not not even with me. They yeah. were, uh, he look like oh he the Jakes he the police uh, now nah, he good <laughs> are we being you ordered money you, right you're <laughs> having a good time if I walk in a good old boy bar what's gonna happen okay <laughs> music stop <laughs> hey bubble are you lost <laughs> who's that uh, well let me I'm gonna let me see it. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tread into some some challenging waters here. Oh, here no, listen. Why are you looking at me? Because I, <laughs> I felt like you were very impassioned in that explanation. I am, okay. rightfully so. I'm gonna I'm just gonna push a little bit. All right. I want to remind you that we I love you. Is this a Glenn talk? Yeah. No, no. I gotta say. <laughs> I gotta say, last nothing this week is close. <laughs> to last week. So we haven't even we so haven't even hit the edges yet. Last week was, was fire, and there's okay. plenty of love. But yeah, yeah last yeah, week yeah. The, the beginning of this conversation was yeah. very much impassioned. Okay, just, so let me ask you this: yeah. the things that so when you looked at the current state of affairs uh-huh. within um, America, specifically Black America, okay, and listed those things, I, I'm gonna say this: I agree 100. percent I, I agree that we have, like, we look at some numbers, the outflow of those numbers, the pragmatic outflow, and we go, man, this is crazy. Like, these these are shocking numbers. Those numbers aren't wrong. I've actually looked at some of this stuff. I'm like, man, the 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 amount of incarceration, all this stuff, it's crazy. It's the, obscene. The, yeah, the amount of crime, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So, but, and I'm just asking, yeah, man. you looked at it through the lens of its outside forces that are causing Mm-hmm. this community and i'm not saying that's wrong i'm saying obviously there's got to be a systematic ripple effect that's come down right into this community i agree with that i'm on board i'm on your team yeah. i'm a friend <laughs> okay but can there be internal of course there yes. are. Mm-hmm. okay and Personal can that be included in the conversation yeah. well mm-hmm. it should be the history in order for there to be healing the history of how things are set up Get di- Go ahead. Get, get on. It. Get on your soapbox. Yeah, Come it. on. I'm, I'm with you. Get it, Will. All right. So everybody knows slavery happened. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you bring bypass that. Yeah. Okay. So slavery's done. Everybody's free. Right. Cool. Yeah. So. But what, you can't vote. We cannot vote. Okay. But there's dis- mass disenfranchisement. You're Jim about, Crow, you're segregation. About, whole thing. Before that, you're talking okay. about pig law. You're talking about three yeah. fifths. You're talking yeah. about yeah. Um, red line. You're talking about sundown law. You're talking about yeah. um, all of that. Yeah. So. If you set up a any, I don't care if it, the race, just you set up a group of people, okay, and you disallow them access to any real land, any real property. Yes. Yeah. You you don't even really let them stack any money. Okay. Like just let's just go with fiat currency, just money. Okay. Yeah. And they have no other way to get out of the situation they are in okay up until you know relatively right you know present okay so you look at it and you go well yeah look at them they're sorry they, they're all broke they, they get drunk every friday night and they, they this and they that there has to be a point where you look at it and go objectively but also subjectively if i was in that point and my great granddaddy and my granddaddy and my daddy all had this and they had no opportunity they had no way to actually make it out 
at what point does it then become, well, it's just them or is it us? Cumulative. I agree. Can I give you an illustration? Yeah. Okay. So the illustration I heard this week, and I thought this, was, I thought this was pretty good. No, I thought this was pretty good. Uh, they said, let, let, they said, this is how I want to explain it. Mm-hmm. And he said this. This is pretty good. He said, let's say we sat down to a Monopoly game. Oh, I know that. Monopoly. And I got to take the first 400 turns. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yes. then you got to go. Yes. But when you got and then go, I said, why aren't you doing better? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I thought yeah. that was a pretty good explanation really of the good. history. Okay, yeah. so I agree with that's all that. That's a good metaphor. Yeah. I agree with that's that. That's really good. I'm on board. Yeah. I think there's a ripple down effect. I agree with the systematic issue that's rippled down in. I think racism still exists on on that level, and I I'm not denying that. I got you. But let me give you one that I think, as a Christian, I look at this and I go, yeah, but come on, we got to address this other thing. Okay. Sixty-seven percent of black children are born into a single parent home. Yeah. Well, that goes back to what he was uh, just talking about. Yeah, don't get me Because check it out. The grandfathers, great-grandfathers, they worked factories, mills. They okay. were in the home. Okay. Um, the mother took care of the house. The father did what he did, paid the bills. Okay. You had that unity. Then all of a sudden, they saw the unity. Was Like we discussed earlier, they don't want the unity. So they do whatever they can to break it up. So now... They start trying to divide a family. How did crack get into the hood? Is that a, you want me to answer that one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will's got it. Why did? How did crack? You talking about from DC or LA? Because I got you both. <laughs> you pick. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, you really want? Yeah, me to yeah, 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 yeah. Say it. Yeah, educate people. Okay. So, uh, late seventies, early eighties, um, Medellin cartels doing their thing. They want to diversify. Uh, you got the uh, Ron, the the you got the um, Nicaraguan thing going on. So you got the Contras and the Sandinistas. They come. They're like, "Hey, this is what we want to do, and we want to implant this guy as a leader." Cool. CIA comes in. Tell you what? How much uh, all these guns and stuff you need? Okay, then what we're gonna do is we're gonna pay for this, By but you're gonna coke. give us cocaine, and we're gonna flood the market in LA. Yeah. Said so did the same thing in DC. Yeah. They figured out how to make crack, but they flooded the market right. yeah. through that through those means. And where did they put the where did they put the cocaine? Exactly. They didn't put it in Omaha. Mm-hmm. They didn't put it in Austin. Can I, I, don't, can I just add? I don't disagree with that. But can we also can we also look at this? Now we have a system, mm-hmm. mm. and I'm just saying the historically, system. historically, the black community is voting for the Democratic Party. Yes. who is constantly pushing social service ideas that actually incentivize. Yes, you're correct. Fathers not being in the home. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if there's actual money involved. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you don't have a man in this home, we're going to give you money. Absolutely. Because yeah, the powers well, that be it's, don't It's like a generational yeah. curse. Though. Yeah, but there's you also there's also more down. to that. Yeah. There's, there's more to that too. Like if if you look young young black man, you know, gets caught with like weed or whatever. <laughs> Goes to jail. Mandatory now he's in the system. Yeah. Now he gets out. Now he can get a job because he's African American and he's got a record for drugs mm-hmm. when it was just weed. Fair. And then, you know, ends up going having to hustle because now he can get a job. Goes back to jail. And when jail, let's still let's be honest. If you go to jail, you're just gonna learn how to be a better Thug. whatever you were. Yep. And then you're back in the and you stay in the system. I think the system, okay. unfortunately, is meant for people to stay in the system and keep. Things like that going. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, an, that's an interesting thing that I haven't thought about. With the, you know, the personal responsibility that, like, you know, 
I'm I'm in accounting and and I see and hear how people uh you know uh try to manipulate things to you know uh older folks uh who at this point in their lives have widowed maybe they have certain benefits and it's like well if we marry we're going to lose these benefits so it's like we're still going to be together no, but we're going to game the system to get the money right right now incentivizing and saying i mean you can still conspire and say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna say there's no man that because we're gonna get money in the house but no you're gonna be around that's one thing but that's not what's happening <laughs> the personal responsibility is that for one reason or another which is a whole other issue that needs to be addressed is that you know women are selecting men or you know not selecting just you know whatever <laughs> men who are you know men who are uh, not willing to step up to the responsibility and men are doing things that it's like, Oh, I don't want to take care of the, that responsibility. Yeah. So, so that's a whole other step right so there. Because, that's, because if you really wanted to game the system, then you want to win all around win, you know, quote yeah. unquote, it's like, no, we're going to be a family, but let's game the system so we can get this money. And we're still a family. Yeah. That's not what's happening. That's yeah, not but, what's happening. but that's like in, a very, in every race. Like I know three girls that have at least two kids with the same guy, he doesn't take care of any of them, and he's white. So oh, no, yeah, yeah. Not, and, and that's I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying it's dis, the number is disproportionate in the black. And I'm but and I'm not even saying that's a, as a racial thing. Like I said, I see all walks of life. I see that's senior citizens yeah. say, "Let's game the system." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So and and I see you know uh, across the board, it, it's it's a whole other topic of conversation. Personal responsibility is there's is, something. Well, you know, look, man, and you know this. You're a father. Mm-hmm. There is something about. A dad pouring into your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, that when that up, vacuum, I grew up with a single mama. Yeah, man. I know, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that I, vacuum, I, I, I didn't grow up with my dad either. It's the plan of the enemy, though. It's the plan of the enemy. That's that's. But look what, how you turned out. That, that's what Satan <laughs> wants, though. Touche. Yeah. yeah, that's what Satan wants. Right. So yeah. we, we were called to be the head. Yes. As men. Yes. But yeah. we've been demasculized. All types yeah. of stuff is happening. Yeah. That's just the plan of the enemy, yeah. and it's carried out once again. It's generational curses too. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Probably everybody, but especially in. My background, if I leave, I break up. The first thing, you better go put him on child support. Right. You better not let him see that kid. Yeah. You, you, you're you taking away from, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now you got this master plan. Okay, well, I can get on social services. Yeah. I'm going to get food stamps. Mm-hmm. I'm, and it's, it's generational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I worry about it from that spiritual, biblical worldview component, right? Like, if, if we can't at least having the conversation like, hey, we have to have on all on no matter what the race, but we have to have a reinvestment in what the family means. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the next generation, dude, there's no hope, bro. There's no hope without right. without mothers and fathers pulling their crap together and going, yeah. "Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to pour into the next generation." What we expect? They're just going to figure it out themselves. They won't. Right. They won't. Well, I mean, how many? What's the ratio of men to women in your church? Uh, we're high, we're higher. So we'll be a little higher than the typical black church. So right, we, we'll right. have, we'll, we're probably about maybe 55, 45. Okay. That, you know that's, that's real good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. That's, it's that's good. phenomenal. Yeah, actually. it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty high. In a typical thing, are you looking at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> no, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, like, well, in a black church, it would be very low. There'd be Boy, like yes. five guys on 100 women. You're oh, right. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Note to self? Yeah. The church no, I yeah. come out of up there. If I ever get a divorce. <laughs> for years. <laughs> for years, I mean, if you have 15 ministers in, in the church, uh, three of them are men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Membership, 150. 
25 men. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We went down to, I was in uh, the Keys uh, last year, two years ago with my wife, and it was on a Sunday. And I said, let's just go to church, baby. We haven't been to, we haven't sat in a service just 10 years yeah, together. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm up preaching right. every week. So we did. We walked to the nearest church to our bread and breakfast, and we just walked in, and it was an all-black church. And she was like, wait a minute. I said, just <laughs> sit down. We're fine. Right? So we sat down, service, and it was old school. So they had the thing at the beginning where everybody walked around and said, you know, uh, you know whatever, something, something, Christ, and also for you, and the whole deal, like real historic kind of thing. Okay. And I'm, the greeting time took 35 minutes. <laughs> I said, we ain't going to make this. All <laughs> I said, we're used to an hour. Come on. But there was a, there was 150 women and five guys. Yeah, yeah. Five guys. Yeah, Nobody, in, and none of the men were in their 20s to 30s. Right. That's you bad. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I thought, I looked at it, and I was like, that can't be. This, there has to be an answer yeah. where um, we catch the hearts and the minds again of black men and they, and they reinvest in this from family, from faith and all that kind of stuff. And they take it well, serious. It's, it's, it's gaining trust. A lot of times, uh, um, they don't trust the church. They don't trust the pastors. There's yeah. a lot of corruption yeah. in the pedestal that pastors are put on. Yep. And they're like, Oh, well, I ain't had no dad. It's like, you ain't yeah. about to tell me what to do. Yeah. And I know what you back there doing and you yeah. doing. So it's, it's gaining trust all over again. That's true. That's true. That's there's some definitely. there's some blame to be shed on the clergy. <laughs> you, you know you know what I find interesting. I'm, I'm just kind of like observing this. It's so last week, I remember making this point, and I, I I'm still making this point to certain people. There's a conversation that needs to be had, and it's a difficult conversation. And some people are avoiding the conversation by throwing up again statistics and numbers and other issues. And all those other issues are important. But look at that. We're discussing some of those issues after we got the, not, not that we've solved anything, but we've begun to discuss other issues that are important after we got through, we, we pushed through the difficult one. Yeah. So what Fair I'm enough. saying is that there seems to be this attitude of like, well, you know, don't talk to me about Black Lives Matter. Don't talk to me about this and that when black on black crime and this and that. Look. Those are all important issues. Can we address one issue? Because once you 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 give some validity to what's happening here, it may open the doors to have these other conversations. Like, look at this. Metaphorically speaking, we got through that tough conversation. Not that we got through it, but we pushed through. And now we're discussing all these other issues, which are very important, which keep getting brought up almost to shut down the the what what's you know at the front line now, which you know police brutality, abuse of authority, and that's still a conversation that needs to be had. And maybe if both sides show that they care about what the other side is saying, we can make it to the side where we start talking about these other topics. Amen. I like it. That's a good stopping point. Hey, guys, thank you for coming back. Uh, I'd love to reserve the right to do this one more time with this panel. (laughs) Bring it back one more time. Have one more talk. Uh, I think we, we may not solve it all. But I think we start to show the example that people can talk through this and figure it out if they, if they set their minds to it. So Amen. that's Absolutely. good. I hope people stick with it. Don't give up. I got, I got a lot of these coming out. I keep I keep putting out these warnings like, hey, listen, <laughs> you know, show us some great. Right? So I love you guys. Thank you so much for participating. You. Uh, you know, we just um, Rodney and, and uh, Will for joining us tonight. We just you. love you guys. and We appreciate you. OK. Amen. All right. God bless. Love you. Mean it. Peace.